Welcome to Film Friends. I am your host, Matt Bailey, and with me, as always, Kate Eingorn. Hi, how are you? And our little buddy, <laughs> Jordan Smith. Hello. I'm thrilled. There it was. Well, I, I have some critiques for it. <laughs> I don't think one Kate, one Kate doesn't have a title. She's just Kate Einkorn. He's with well, me as always. she's with me as always. <laughs> Co-host Kate Einkorn. Yeah. But, you know, you'll learn, baby. You'll learn. I was just so impressed. I just, yeah. like, I was in- energized by this moment. How did you feel about it, Bailey? It felt natural. How I feel like I might have to take the reins from Ooh. here on out. How did it feel to call yourself host? It felt great. Yeah. Um, I'm always some weird thing. <laughs> but now I finally feel like I belong. Oh, very good. Can we talk about the title you gave me? Yeah, little buddy. I mean, well, I'll take it. It's endearing. We haven't used it yet, right? Mm-mm. <laughs> I mean, it would. Work. I don't think I've called myself little buddy. No, or you haven't him. called me little buddy. True. Um, you are pretty short too. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Episode true. number ninety-three. Mm-hmm. This is our Doug Gilmore episode. Oh, okay. Doug Gilmore. What did he do? He's a hockey player. He's shot the puck around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Our John Randall episode and our yeah. Dwight Freeney episode. Ooh. Dwight Freeney? Yeah. Dwight Freeney. Football. Football. Indiana, John. Indianapolis Colts. Yep, Indiana Colts. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, 93 doesn't have much going for it. So um, it is a novel by Victor Hugo. It is a Blum integer, a lucky number, and my favorite cake number mm. Ooh, a cake number mm-hmm. hmm yum yeah <laughs> hmm. yum <laughs> um wow 93 really doesn't have much going on no i yeah i don't really do much research past wikipedia and it didn't really offer me much yeah even the athletes were a little lackluster too in my opinion um, you really gave up your source like that huh i said it before okay yeah <laughs> Oh no! I'm pretty the open people about know it. we're strictly Wikipedia. <laughs> Love Wikipedia. If you want the true source, you go to Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't give up my other sources though. Let's be real. Wikipedia or the first result that comes up in a Google search, yep. you could always. Oh no! It. I I go f- much. You go past second page. I know. Oh, sometimes no, I go first page only. Okay. But I dabble around that first page. Yo, I go ads. <laughs> Yo, you definitely when go. You search you go something, I just go for that ad. That first. You Google ad. the name and then clickbait. Yeah, um, clickbait. It's my guilty pleasure. Um, <laughs> you said that very weird. Like, yeah, strangely. Clickbait. I hardly know her. Like you yeah. did it in that like tone. Yeah. Um, I'm a little sleepy, but uh, yeah. How are you guys feeling? Fine. Yeah. How are you? A little stormy out. I'm good. Like our neighbor. A little sleepy. (laughs) Um, But I'm ready to uh, hash it out. Um, But I think before we hash it out, we have a couple things we have to address. One, it's 2019. It is repeat season for sure. Um I think at this point we need a third iteration. Oh, like or a new fourth? season? Yeah. Like we need a new season? Yeah. Comeback season. Oh, comeback Ooh. season. <laughs> All right. Come back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Hey, today 
starts comeback season. <laughs> Please come back. Um, <laughs> so our guest today, we had to beg to come back. Um, uh, honestly, one of our favorite guests. Um, you know it's going to be a superb episode Mwah. when she's in the studio. Um, without further ado, welcome back, Becca Haley. Hi, friends. <laughs> Hello. Hey. One thing I'd like to know, I don't know if it proves your point or negates it, but 93 is my birth year. So oh. I'm not going to find that on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> wow. True. It's Boom. better than Wikipedia. <laughs> it's real life. 93 is like a, it's a good age to shoot for, right? In life? In like life. to live? Just, just to, <laughs> to live to? Sure. I guess it depends yeah, on your quality, right? That's my the goal. The real milestone. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my goal. Quality, 93. I'm yeah. trying to get to 93. Uh, well, that's admirable. Hey, yeah, you know, you gotta have goals. So, ni- number 93, the year of Becca's birth. I'll yes. take it. Um, and Jordan's death. And Jordan's death. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, now, Becca, how are you doing? Uh, I, I hate to call you out here, but we... We have film friends. We have on the table a bunch of stress balls. Um, I just want to check in with you because you were playing with one of them and ripped it right in half. <laughs> Are you doing okay? <laughs> I break everything I love. <laughs> it was in the shape of a lobster, which is what drew me to it. Um, nice. And I feel really bad about it. I'm going to try to find another one to give Kate because I'm really embarrassed that I broke her. Yeah, don't yeah. sweat it. Honestly, we have I like love six it. more. Honestly, that was like the worst one. So like <laughs> we just... were looking for a reason to get rid of it. Okay, I'll take it with me. Excuse me. One, I was not looking for a reason to get rid of it. Two, I was very happy that you chose the lobster. No one ever chooses the lobster. So yeah. giving it some love in any capacity is fine with me. Yeah. It's well, really the only love it's love. ever received. And it's like it was so happy and it. violent love. Yeah. Am I stressed? Always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we know that about our guests, so that's why we have ample stress tools yeah. on the table. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're, we're <laughs> sorry. We, we tend to make people stressed yes. out. Yep. So that's the vibe here. Very stressful podcast. Um, cool. Well, welcome back. Thank you. Good to I'm have really you back excited to be here. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, if you don't mind, we're going to do a little business at the top. Please. Okay, cool. And feel free. I'll chime in. If you have any business, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like feel free. Yeah, I got if, some announcements. Ooh, some shows that, coming up. Oh, good. <laughs> nice. Can't if wait you, to go see them. If anything is grinding your gears, you know I love that. So, um, but uh, yeah, so I guess first order of business, maybe only order of business, <laughs> is uh, we got a new review, guys. Um, we did it. And as we promised, if you give us... A written review. We'll give you a couple minutes of airtime. We may uh, we may praise you. We may question your review. We may try to figure out how to pronounce your name. <laughs> yeah, we may just you know butcher everything. But uh, so we got one a couple days ago. Title: Best Film Review Podcast. Five stars. Great start. Oh, Very truthful. It. Yeah, truthful so far. <laughs> Um, by Jeff Ad 87. Is 87 the year he was born? Or is he 87 years old? <laughs> oh, Good point. We need to solve this mystery. Does he change it each year he's alive? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be s- I love that move. <laughs> New username every, every year. year. Um, Jeff Ad 87 says First off, 
got to give a shout out to the Strange Nerve podcast because of it wasn't for it, I wouldn't have ever found out about this amazing podcast. In response to last week's episode, I would love to hear Bailey, a.k.a. the best boy, do the intro. Go Birds, go 76ers. So love it. Sounds local. Yeah, sound, who knows though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, there's so many things I love about this review. One, making Bailey do the intro. Yeah, it was amazing. Great touch. Mm-hmm. It was only a matter of time, really. Yeah. Oh, really absolutely. We were, we were at a boiling point yeah. with it, and uh, yeah, he really set it off. Um, go 76ers. Go of, Sixers. Of course we love yes. that. Yeah. Um, go Furcon Corkmaz. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> We're happy to have him. Yeah. yeah, we are happy to have him. Elton Brand is making genius level news. Yeah. Elton Brand knows something season. about Furcon that no one else does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, Greg he does. Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he got the best out of Greg Monroe. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. really did. He did. Um, but yeah, Jeff, love where your head's at. And also, shout out to the Strange Nerd Podcast. Yeah. We Bailey's... Bailey's sister podcast. My sister. Yeah, I love it. That's sister my sister podcast. podcast. That's his sister. Um, so shout out to Tay. But yeah, Jeff Ad. Thank you. Yeah, shout um, out to Jeff. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Jeff may be a new listener. I don't know. Um, Jeff is sounds, a listener. Sounds loyal. Jeff Jeff doesn't seem to be on Letterboxd. So Jeff, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, get on Hit there. us up on Letterboxd, yeah. bro. Um, but thanks for the review. Always. And for all those other listeners out there just dying to write the review, do it. It's, see, <laughs> it's worth dying it. dying to. <laughs> just like having built up the courage yeah. to yeah. drop a couple words. Don't be afraid. Speaking <laughs> of letterbox, Bailey's repping his letterbox tea today. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Love it. Looks great. We're still kind of holding out, though. I know they want us to sponsor them, but <laughs> wait. I don't think we've... Wait. We're no, going to sponsor them. We're not sponsoring them. <laughs> Yo, I think we should talk about it. Maybe we should sponsor hey, them. It's not off the table. I, here's the thing: we've been sponsoring them already. Yeah. <laughs> we've been giving them free ads. Yeah, but we could weekly. we could really ramp it up. Yeah, we could cash in if we wanted to. I could yeah. talk about yeah. Letterbox all day, but I mean, um, sometimes we do. <laughs> yeah, Becca, do you have Letterbox? I don't. No. I think we come at you me? every time. Well, you guys got me on Goodreads, which was a big okay. step. Yeah. Almost which there. I actually like. Yeah, Goodreads is dead though. No, I still use. <laughs> I still use Goodreads. Yeah, it's fun. It's it a good way fun. for me to keep track of like what books I want to get, like yeah. books that are coming mm-hmm. out, and I'm like, oh, Absolutely. I really want to read yeah, that. Put on my to-read list. But I also noticed a little Criterion Collection tote bag over there. Ooh, yeah. Is that did that come with your platinum membership <laughs> <My> card? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan bought that with his cold hard cash. Hell I yeah. did cold hard cash. I love a tote. Yeah. <laughs> Any tote. Dude. We're a tote uh, house. Jordan's a big tote head. Uh, I'm yeah. a tote head now for sure. Although the tote, I just. I think I just ruined the tote in the rain that I was walking the around. The poetry one. I'm a little worried about it. But, hey. No, they're resilient. <laughs> My th- yeah, they life they're moves durable. on. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, no, I'm still... Uh, Criterion, you know, going for that sponsorship, too. So, <laughs> Did you, know, you get the membership the card shot. yet? No, no, not yet. I'll All keep right. you updated. It's, All like, right. made of pure platinum, so... <laughs> <laughs> pure it's going to take it's a while. It's gold. <laughs> <laughs> I think this, of all the film podcasts, this is the one that Criterion wants to sponsor. Absolutely. A real Mm -hmm. serious, in-depth analysis. This episode, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, maybe this one, right? right. It's highbrow. We've we've also (laughs) reviewed some Criterion movies. Yeah. So, 
We've thrown it around. Yeah, so I'll slide in their DMs. I'll see what happens. <laughs> I'll yeah. do it. They have a robust Instagram account. Ooh, okay. I love a good robust Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> also, our criterion on Reddit pops off. Yes, it and does. And I feel like if we can convince those people <laughs> that they, you know, check out Film Friends, maybe we'll have a shot. Maybe. Who knows? Anyways, this is all shop talk. <laughs> Ooh, we love the shop. Um, is there any more business at the top? Any polls? No. <laughs> right. Polls are down. Polls are down. Polls That's are down. right. Yeah. <laughs> we They're tried being to. <laughs> it is polls are down. Um, any personal corners? I have a personal corner. Okay. Whoa. She's been waiting what for is this. A personal corner. Did so you have a grievance? You have a grievance, something's grinding your gears, or you want to celebrate something. Oh, fun. <laughs> okay. The three things you <laughs> can be. As everyone who knows that has listened to this podcast ever knows that I have a very strange laugh. Yeah. Yo, I don't think you have I a don't strange know. I've laugh. I've never noticed it. I've been teased by my laugh for the last three weeks at work. Um, Did I say that correctly? Teased at work for my laugh. Yeah. yeah. I'm tired of seven-year-olds bossing me around. <laughs> oh, it's your clients? Me, yeah, and telling wow. me I have a weird laugh, you know? Um, I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, the new person at work also told me, ah, ha, ha, you have such a strange laugh. I love it. That's messed up. Yeah, so it's a weird thing to as say. your yeah. as uh, your best friend, I will say, I don't think you have a strange laugh, but you do do something that's kind of funny. Is you actually Uh-oh. slap your knee when you laugh? <laughs> oh, um, a which real is, knee slap. Yeah, <laughs> like you actually do a the, knee slap. The other day, I slapped yours instead of mine because <laughs> it was more accessible. Yeah. Now, okay. are you are you saying this one? I guess you have to get it out because yes. you're you know, you're tired of being teased, but. Are you saying this is a poll for next week? <laughs> yes. What I'm saying is, so, you know, I wonder if the listeners feel the same way. Ooh. Are you sure you're ready for those results? But I think yeah. I don't. I think I just wanted the, the, both of them to be positive in the sense of like weird, but we like it or it's just fine. Ooh, or just it's su- fine is. Or it's super annoying and that's why we stopped listening to the no. podcast. <laughs> um, I'm just curious. But not, like, to the point where I want to put it if you don't like it. Oh, okay. More like, is it weird and cute, or is it just fine, like normal? Hmm. Okay. I think you're... I think it's fine and cute. Thank you. I mean, my coworkers aren't obviously mean about it. It's the seven-year-olds that are mean about it. Yeah. Um, They need to grow up, you know? (laughs) You know what? Kids just need to become adults. Yeah, just drop kick them next time. (laughs) You think that's funny? (laughs) That's why I don't work with children. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. So, yeah, I kind of just want to know, like, is my life cool? Yeah. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Um, I would say it's good. I wouldn't say it's cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's it. a cool laugh? Though? Yeah. I, yeah. What is a cool laugh? Um, I don't know. Like a. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> is that creepy? Yeah. I don't think <laughs> anyone really has a cool laugh. Maybe Christian Slater. I mean, Slater. maybe Pee-wee. Oh, oh, he is the best laugh. <laughs> I don't know if that's cool either. I think that's just interesting. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, is my laugh interesting? Um, Yo, I've been around you a lot. We might have to I do a whole episode on your laugh. Yeah. 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 A whole debrief. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a little laugh track. Where that's my grievance. Yeah. Nice. Well, how do you feel now that you got it off your back? Normalized. Okay, cool. Okay. Good. Cool. Yeah, don't sweat it. Laugh it up. I mean, hey. I do. I can't yeah, help you it. Really yeah. Don't ever be afraid to laugh, you know? You know, I, I never really am. <laughs> Put that on an inspirational <laughs> <Yeah>. quote. <laughs> For sure. Um, I kind of feel you. People say I have, people think I'm mean or uh, depressed all the time, but it's uh, just because I have, like, a resting bitch face. Keep, 
Levi. <laughs> it's just because I look sad all the time, but I'm not really sad. So I get it. Yeah, and that's other people projecting onto you. Yeah, that has nothing yeah, to do yeah, with you. Yeah. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> hey, come, my laugh right come to Film Friends for some therapy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, all right, cool. Any other personal corners before we hop in? Let's dive in. Let's, Let's do dive it. dive in. All right, well, I have the ball. I'm going to... Ah, the fucking ball. I'm going to Euro step and then go around the back and pass it over to you, Becca. Um <laughs> For who you chose this week uh, for the second installment of our new series, <laughs> who you chose and why? I chose Yorgos Lanthimos, the Greek director. Oh, the All Greek star. director. <laughs> He's so Greek. The Greek freak. <laughs> yeah, the Greek freak. Yeah, I love. He was the original Greek yeah. freak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as we can attest to yeah. with a couple oh, yeah. of these movies. I like his title as the Greek director all-star. Yeah, <laughs> he is. In parentheses, Greek freak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, him and Giannis are definitely the two most famous Greek people mm-hmm. in our like cultural lexicon right now. I would say, wouldn't you? Um, yeah. Greek. Is John Stamos from <laughs> Greece? <laughs> Maybe a couple generations ago. Yeah, yeah. It was is um, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Zach no. Galifianakis. I mean, I mean, he's not from, he's there, he's right? not from, from there, there originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's definitely. I a mean, Greek originally, originally. <laughs> Originally, originally. <laughs> what? <laughs> huh. um, That's what we call second generation at this point. Yeah. <laughs> American. Uh, so, so why Yorgos? Um, I love his movies. I the first movie I saw of his was Dog Tooth, um, mm. and I saw that it like randomly came up on my Netflix when I was in college. I was probably nineteen or twenty, and I just like watched it alone in my dorm room, and I just remember being like fuck like that's all I went to the dining hall after and like all I could talk about was this movie but I felt like I couldn't explain it to anyone and I feel like it was really important for me um watching that just because I had never seen a movie like that before Mm -hmm. I didn't know movies could be like that um and ever since then I was really obsessed with his work um after that Alps came out um and I watched that when it was on some kind of streaming and then I saw The Lobster which is one of my all-time favorite movies if you know me you know I love The Lobster um but I I don't feel like he's ever made a bad movie each one is like more kind of engrossing than the next for me and I love the way his movies visually feel kind of recognizable like it feels like the reality that we live in but Mm -hmm. then the way his characters interact and the way these situations kind of spin out just make you realize that like this is nothing like we've ever are mm-hmm. like known mm-hmm. or are familiar with so i just yeah i love his movies i think they're really fun to watch absolutely he's like the master of i feel it's almost like a magical realism that yeah. he sets up where mm-hmm. it's based in reality but there's like a magic component to all of that. but there's never magic no but it's like feels that way there's no way to really describe it besides like he's created a reality where the rules are fanciful yeah you mm-hmm. have to suspend any disbelief yeah, yeah exactly yeah. all the all, and like the characters morals are always like a little off kilter mm-hmm. i think too yeah and just the way they talk to each other like yeah. i feel like it's like just a different language mm-hmm. um that they're using i honestly almost. think Bailey, you said it pretty well about the, it's like the upside down <laughs> from Stranger Things, kind of, like yeah. a, an alternate reality, kind of. Well, we don't really reference the TV. TV here, so. <laughs> He's a great writer. Like, I mean, everything's so, like, or almost like, I mean, original for sure and uh, very creative. Mm-hmm. I like his writing And the dialogue, too. The so dialogue good. in every movie is like. Awesome. It's really hard to explain, I guess. Well, it's pretty yeah. blunt. 
pretty direct, pretty like literal. Mm-hmm. There isn't a lot of Quentin Tarantino shit. I guess like <laughs> metaphor and it's not super like flowery. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not flowery. On and on and on. It's pretty it's just. Very it's very to the point. Right. And yeah. I feel like that is something that comes up in his work is that he. I don't want to say like reduces things, but he brings, he pairs them down mm. so much that it like has to be taken in a very literal way. Oh, right. And a lot of the times that's like to a comic effect or like yes, a very absolutely. like darkly comic yeah. effect. Cause the characters are never like really heightened emotionally or really mm-hmm. like, it, it's weird. It's like, and every theme is death, suicide, love, like every extreme theme is representing these movies, but like the characters never react the way you see like some extreme right. reactions. Well, and that's why for him, especially these movies are very, I feel like you, when you watch movies like, Oh, that one's very leans on dialogue. That one leads on the acting, whatever. This is very direct, heavy directing mm-hmm. where it's very intentional in every mm-hmm. way because the dialogue's so um, sparse because the colors are intentional. The placement's intentional. The lighting's intentional that he truly just builds a world that's truly his own it's fascinating to like you said once you see one you kind of like oh this is something completely different than anything i've ever seen and it's very i feel like you don't see that often mm-hmm. yeah that his worlds are very kind of like contained in yeah. a way like each movie is its own world and where it takes place is kind of also contained but i've been interested to also see how he's and his writing and directing has evolved over the years mm-hmm. just because when he was making movies in Greece, like he was him and his writing partner actually met when they were working at an advertising agency together, which I love. I think mm-hmm. that's so funny because yeah. it's like such a commercial pursuit. But then he's like borrowing his friend's parents house to mm-hmm. like shoot on like a handheld camera, mm-hmm. like dog tooth on the weekends, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when he got big like studio backing with his first English language movie, which was The Lobster, like just the way it didn't like disappoint at all. Like it still felt totally. His, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's what put him on my radar too, was the lobster. Same. And I think probably Same. for the most, I mean, for Americans, like for the yeah. United States. Uh, well, it's Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin so Farrell's first English. I love him. I think oh, the great. lobster is a perfect movie. I like I could awesome. watch that movie any day. Yeah, it's I'm really good. right so up good. there with you. That's one, like one, I, it's a movie I could tune in at any point in the movie. And then I also think it's pretty perfect. There's like not, not any parts where I'm like, oh, this part I kind of like. This is a drag. Yeah, like I'm into everything. It has a great balance of like silly, darkness and romance, like all combined mm. into one movie. Totally, totally. And I also think it's like the perfect opening scene for like that might be my favorite opening scene of any movie. What's the opening scene? Where the woman's one? driving in the rain and she gets off on the side of the road, gets out of the car and like shoots the donkey. Oh, oh yeah. I just love like I was like I burst out laughing when I saw that in the oh, theater. Yeah, like it's such a funny movie. Yeah, too. it's so strange. Yeah. yeah. You I can't, love that. And it also does the thing where it's dark but it pressures you to laugh. Yeah. Which yeah. I like. And so that actually kind of brings me to, so the the opening scene in that movie, it's like she does that because there's a rule or something going on that you're not aware of, but like you're just in that yeah. world and you're like, okay, well, that was she just shot a donkey on the side of the road. There's a reason for it. I guess I'll figure it out throughout the movie. One of the movies we watched, Alps, is like very similar to that where they're doing these things and 
I didn't read the synopsis beforehand. Same. So uh, I was like, what? I the? read it. So I kind of got an idea yeah. of what was going uh, on, but like it was still very like. That would have helped a little bit to read the synopsis. Yeah. I was like, oh, you didn't read it at all? No. no. And I was like, Ooh. what are Especially, these people I feel like doing? With a foreign language film, I feel like yeah. Yeah, it's, it's easier to yeah. kind of get an idea of what's mm. going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Um, but. I guess we'll dive into that a little deeper. I guess we kind of talked about Yorgos, if you but guys are ready to. I also think Brecca, Becca brought up a great Brecca. <laughs> Becca <laughs> brought up a great point where um, these movies are hard to explain. So I feel like tonight give us a little bit of wiggle room because these are one of those things where. Yo, I kind of disagree. Really? Yeah. I feel like they're very hard to explain if you haven't seen them. See, I think they're. I don't know if it's gonna. They're gonna be. We'll try. We'll give it a yeah. try. I don't know if they're gonna be hard to explain, but they're gonna sound Weird. more fantastical than what they, he presents yes, them as. Absolutely. Well, actually, yeah. The one I'm thinking of, like Lobster Killing of a Sacred Deer, but I mm-hmm. kind of forgot we were gonna review the favorite, which is kind of <laughs> yeah. gaudy yeah. and like. Yeah. Well, one one thing I will say is that I feel like it's easier to explain what they're about and like these big terms yes, or like exactly. big things that are going on rather than um Breaking plot down like plot. step yeah. by step, especially yeah. exactly. Alps. Like that was one thing I noticed because I've watched it a couple times, but like watching it for today, I was like. There's more of like a conceptual framework that these characters are operating within, which we'll get into. But like explaining, I don't even think explaining the plot scene by scene is like important. Yeah. It's just about like taking it all in. Right. And even for the other one, when I think about it, it's kind of that vibe too. Um, So that being said, I'm going to steal the ball back from you. Um, Pass it over. Hit it off Bailey's head. It's going to come back to me. And then uh, I'm going to give it back to you, Beck, and you could choose oh. which movie you want to review first. Let's do Alps first. Alps, okay, okay. cool. Yeah. Good call. Also, Bailey, how did it feel to get a ball hit against your head? Um, it's... Uh, it, Bailey's I, not a defensive to, guy. I'm concussed. Let's <laughs> just say that. <laughs> Bailey's more of a three-point shooter. Um, so. um, all right. <laughs> Alps. 2011 masterpiece. Um... Basically, just from the synopsis that I read, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's about it's set in a world where if someone passes, they kind of get a replacement actor to help them help their families or loved ones mourn their death. Mm-hmm. And just about a few people that are in that biz. And that's about all I really can say. <laughs> That pretty because good. that's that all mean, I want to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, is that all you could say like due to like, secrecy or that's all you got out that's, of the movie? That's all I want to say. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Very good. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go along with you and say that's kind of what I got out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you did a great job. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. It was yeah. tough because you know, it's hard with not like never being able to look away from the screen to see oh, like yeah. the subtitles yeah. i was wondering how it's you tough. were gonna Same. do with subtitles it, it's it's fine it's just uh, i would just be like oh shit what did they just say because i can't just like listen to it and like look in a different direction i have to like rewind yeah. and see what they said especially with this yeah. type of movie and all of his movies where the dialogue is pretty calculated yeah, yeah. yeah. and um it's it's calculated but like it gives you the plot's so not obvious that yeah. like in the dialogue it's subtle you're like oh that's a detail that kind of opens up why they're also, doing this a lot of this like the sets were somewhat similar yeah. and yes. like oh for sure and then then like the people kind of looked similar so yeah. you really kind of have to like 
pay attention. Well, and there's points where, because they also dress up like the, the deceased, yeah. right? So they almost like assume other people. So sometimes you can't mm-hmm. even tell if it's the same person on, and they're trying to deceive you on purpose, right? Yeah. Um, it's, and I think that's also why the backgrounds are more simplistic too, right? To create this yeah. reality that like, you don't really know who, where you are, who is real and who's not real. Right. But that's where real. I think Becca's right though. Like he does a good job making the setting and the world, like look very familiar yes, to you exactly. and like grounded that you feel comfortable, but the characters in that world are like doing something a little strange. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And none of them think it's weird. Yeah, like yeah. to all of them, it's just like correct. normal. Exactly. So it is kind of like, especially with this movie, I think there is like a, like a curve to like mm-hmm. understanding it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, it's very, it's very confusing. Yeah, it like, is. Watching it again today, I was like, do we know any of the characters names? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think Yo, so. There's the twirly yeah. girl. There's the gymnast. Yeah. There's the like rhythm rhythm dancer. Yeah, teacher. Rhythmic gymnastics looks awesome, yeah. by the way. Oh my I God. wanted to be when you were younger. Yeah, Lizzie McGuire. Did you watch yeah. that show? <laughs> she had an episode where she did it to me, and yes. my cousins were like, oh my God, like let's do it. <laughs> ribbon so, dancing. Yo, it is kind of beautiful. Yeah, it's like cool. the ribbon dancing. Like, yeah. So, it's so but so yeah, the, that, that gymnast had a rough go in this yes, movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, and her and the other woman look similar. Yeah, yeah they, they do. do. They play sisters in Dog Tooth. Uh-huh. I don't know if any of you guys have seen no. that movie. That's the only one I haven't seen. I was going to okay. do a little extra credit last night and watch it, but <laughs> fell asleep. I would not recommend I watching seen. it falling asleep <laughs> also. Yeah. It is, is it violent? I it's, it's violent. It's also just like fucked up. Like, it's like a, a family. I don't even know if it's worth me describing it. Because I feel like when I tell people to watch it, I'm like, I hope you don't judge me for, like, recommending yeah, this yeah, movie. Because yeah. it is very fucked up. But they play sisters in it. Essentially, it's, like, the three adult children. And their dad keeps them inside this family compound and creates this whole world where, like, their word for an airplane is different than airplane. It's, like, something uh, else. And they have this, fun. like, he, like, purposefully keeps them really secluded. Mm-hmm. And he brings in a woman. Um so it's all another theme that I think that is in some of his movies is about um, like these relationships and dynamics that kind of spin out when someone else is brought into uh, yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. So that's like kind of what Dogtooth is about is this woman comes in and then it like sets off this whole <clears throat> excuse me, whole chain of events. But um, yeah, that sounds pretty good. I, I, I would recommend yeah. it. I would say like um, just be be prepared to be yeah. shocked. But here's all. the thing, like after seeing his movies, I you kind of no, is it safe coming. to say like we know what we're in for yeah. a little bit? I would say it is as a fan of his work, it is his most fucked up movie. Yeah. Like to me, the more lobster, fucked up than killings. Yeah, killing yeah, of a yeah, yeah. Deer. The lobster, the favorite, and the killing of a sacred deer. I'm like, oh, these are the movies he makes when he knows Hollywood is his audience. Uh-huh. And I felt like Alps and Dogtooth are both. Um, just what he just really different. wants. Not yeah. even necessarily because I think like all those movies he made yeah. with like Hollywood studios are amazing and mm-hmm. like um, definitely what he wants to be doing or else he wouldn't be doing mm-hmm. it. But I just think it's from like an earlier time where yeah. the, the stakes was, were different. Yeah, so he was yeah. figuring it out too. Yeah. yeah. And maybe, I don't know, there's like incest and stuff. Like mm-hmm. maybe there's different taboos when he's uh, like making true. a movie in, in Greece. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, I feel like when I tell people to watch that sometimes I'm just like yeah. caution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also feel like... Um, with 
filmmakers first film they're trying to play with a lot of things that they've always wanted to like play within a concept and so they try to throw a lot of them in into yeah. the first movie yeah i could see that definitely and figure out which one of those worked and which ones didn't yeah so i feel like that could also be the case yeah i would still recommend it i would say so that means yeah so he did what Dogtooth, alps lobster uh, killing sacred deer and favorite and that's all of them um he has an earlier movie called kineta oh. but um that was i think it's like a shorter movie yeah i was and gonna say he has five feature lengths yeah right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um but it's supposed to be good it's about um a hotel in like a tourist town in greece in like the off season and mm-hmm. these like three characters who are there i don't know i heard him talk about it i think in an interview or read about it but i've never seen it i've never seen it like on a streaming service or anything mm-hmm. like well, offered so mysterious short film the lost film yes. <laughs> i love it so yeah. so in alps we mentioned there's the gymnast character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then is is there a main character in this movie i think she that other woman i think yeah the the okay yeah. so then there's another woman who is a nurse, nurse? Yes. question mark yeah, I would say Works in a healthcare so. system yeah. of some yeah, sort. Yeah, they work with, like, emergency services, I right. feel yeah. like, yeah. which right. feels intentional so that they know who's, like, going to die so they can kind of, like, Correct. insinuate themselves with the family. Good point. Because yeah. yeah. the guy, the young guy, is he's also... An EMT, right? Yeah, he's, like, the one who, like, drives with people in the yeah. ambulance. So there's, like, four mm-hmm. main people. It's, like, the gymnast girl, her coach, mm-hmm. um, the nurse kind of woman, and then, like, the EMT mm-hmm. kind of guy. And mm-hmm. one of the first scenes, I don't know if it's the first one i think the first scene is the gymnast yeah scene yes. oh yeah well, she just dances. I don't know why not. but it, it like opens up and a big like your ghost signature thing is having one person in the f- frame but a really Real wide, wide yeah. shot and like mm-hmm. you just kind of see them doing their thing and it's not even it's like sometimes could be a thing you can't even tell what they're doing but it's such a wide shot that you're like looking at everything yeah. it's great and then with classical music like a wall of sound mm-hmm. and i'm like uh you could see right away like yeah. one of his early movies why the lobster is the way it is why the favorite is um anyway it starts with that gymnast but then it cuts to a scene of an emergency this girl dying in an ambulance mm-hmm. and you meet the next character but that's like the first part where you're like oh this is a yorgos movie with mm-hmm. the dialogue because he starts asking her who's your favorite actor? Yes. Which I was like, Well, it, it's also like, even before that makes it like classic Yorgos of this contemplation of that life isn't precious kind of deal where mm. he's yeah. like, you were in a major accident and you were probably going to die. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like matter of fact. I know EMTs have to do that all the time, which is like an interesting display do too. Do they? They have yeah. to tell you that you're going to die? No, EMTs deal with like um, <laughs> end of life situations a yeah. lot. I feel like, I feel like, I mean, I'm not an EMT. I don't really know what their like protocol is, but I always feel like you're, you're gonna there, make you're gonna it. You're gonna be okay. Like, well, yeah, absolutely. But they, I had, I did listen to a whole thing about EMTs where they do have conversations with people of like last word conversations. Oh yeah. Do you want me to tell you something? Yes, anything? exactly. Um, so it's like an interesting perspective of that too, um, because right away it's immediately the conversation is you were in an accident and you're probably not going to survive. Who's your favorite actor? Yeah, yeah. which is so like that, strange. Again, that like exactly. dark, yeah. funny aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, to the, be like, oh, like Johnny Depp. Right, Johnny <laughs> like Depp. He's like breaking like Brad like Pitt. Brad Pitt. Re- it's yeah. so mm-hmm. funny. Turns out her favorite actor is Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah. Babe. Yeah. Babe. Honestly, future film friend. Yeah, possible. Probably. Possible. Probably. It's possible. Okay, it's possible. What's we'll talk. We'll talk off air. 
Enemy at the gates. <laughs> oh yeah, enemy Ooh. at the gates. Yeah, I'll take you, your word for you it. You a big enemy at the gates. I have that movie and uh, I haven't watched it. <laughs> it's just been sitting on my shelf for okay. years. He's probably in a couple romantic comedies. He's oh, absolutely. The Holiday? Is he in that? I don't know. Probably. I've never seen that. <laughs> if it's not him, it's Timothy Oliphant. Jude Law is the British Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's also the Pope, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the Pope. The new Pope. <laughs> Anyways, let's not go off Jude. We'll save that for episode yada yada. Episode um, yada yada. Well, we don't want to make any promises. Yeah. So you have this crew who is doing this thing where they're getting paid to do it right you never yes. see transactions you never see any of that first, you just well they say the it. first couple sessions are free yes oh, oh gotcha true. my feeling of it is that they're kind of like rogue like it seems mm-hmm. like they're operating on their own i don't know that this is like a norm it right. doesn't really seem like it yeah. it seems like something they're kind of hiding right. yes Absolutely. In a way, like they only ever talk about it in secret, and they like pull the family aside to offer them these services mm-hmm. and stuff. Like and in my mind, rules. they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're like self-governing. They have <laughs> rules. Yeah, they have like a certain way to do it. And then to even take it further with the secrecy is in something we we follow as the viewers and kind of the plot of it is one of the people even go more rogue and claim a fame family without telling the others which is essentially mm-hmm. the bulk of the plot that is yeah. the yeah. that's the vehicle like that's the movie where like there's part. like a whole honor system where you do this you kind of inform everyone you get the details together and then there's a set of rules i guess that you follow and you don't mm-hmm. break and she decided to lash onto this family not tell anyone about it yeah, because she told, um, I guess, her people that the girl in the accident survived. Uh, oh, she did survive. Survived, yeah. So yeah. she got to, like, mm-hmm. play her. Which, like, confused the hell out of me at this yeah. point. Yeah. I was like, wait, shame. she did die. Why is she doing that? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, she wants this family for herself. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then let's talk about Alps, why it's called Al- Alps. Mm-hmm. I kind of cool like scene. that. Mm-hmm. So early on, pretty early on in the movie... Uh, the leader of the group, I would say he's the leader. Um, he also said he's the leader. Oh, does he? Yeah. He expresses that he wants to name the group Alps because they are irreplaceable. Is that was that his yeah. reason? He was saying like it's the, like the yeah, no, one, it's no like one's gonna ever be bigger than uh, the Alps. Alps. Sort so of thing, you right? could replace other mountain ranges yeah. with the Alps, but you couldn't replace the Alps with other mountain ranges. Gotcha. Which is symbolic of the way they're replacing right. people who yeah. are dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, and then I feel yeah. like this whole movie was centered around that idea. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we talk about what made us uncomfortable in this movie? Please. Sure. Oh, almost everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought there was like a specific moment that um, you were pinpointing. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff makes me uncomfortable in this movie. I... The, I have a couple questions, or I had trouble following who was, who was actual family, at points, and who mm-hmm. was like, who were they, acting as loved ones? Well, I think that's intentional. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely intentional. Like, I a big question I have is the main girl. Yeah. Is, that is that her, her actual dad? dad that she's living with? My the one that she tried to kiss. Yeah. One that she put her hand on his like. Oh. 
Is that what she did? I know some, I remember some weird shit went down. Yeah. My feeling is that that's her real dad. But I think that's like just up to everyone's interpretation. I think it's like purposefully kind of. Now, why did she do that? Was she just losing her thread at that point when she was like, tried to kiss her dad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just I think checking. it's it's all just based in madness. Yeah. Like this yeah, whole absolutely. universe is just but people I think spinning it, out. I think it wants you to question is she losing grip of who's acting and who's not, or has she actually been living with this man as an actress and wants more? Right. right. Like I think that's you're not supposed to know. Well, she's trying to get his love in some sort Correct. of capacity because she finds out that he used to dance with her mother. Yes. Like and I think that makes her a little jealous. And at one point, she tries to dance with him. And he won't do it. And he, he won't to, do it. Then he danced with the mother. Then or, she dances with the yeah, mother. Yeah, that scene is weird. Well, with his Very girlfriend, weird things. right? Yeah. Or whoever it is. Like his, it's like the, oh. yeah. his dance partner whatever. from class. Yeah. I mean, it was weird. It was <laughs> very like violent dancing. Yeah. It was very like intense probably one of the most intense parts of the movie which is interesting because there's a lot of crazy things that happen but that's probably one of the most intense parts yeah. she's like dragging that woman all over the dance floor yeah one thing um i've been thinking about a lot rewatching the favorite which we'll get to but that is like relevant to this conversation is um the way he kind of distills dynamics into like physical movements yes absolutely which i think that scene really like embodies like that this is her having like um breakdown yeah yeah. and like the violence of the movements even though they're not like really physically violent there's like Mm -hmm. something that's so chaotic about them there's yeah there's a like a violence in her movements yeah yeah and violence in his movies is like always something that really strikes me because it can be so stark especially violence against women in his movies Mm -hmm. and stylized Mm -hmm. in a way that you just like keep moving on from it Mm -hmm. but that can be really jarring the first couple times you watch Mm -hmm. something like alps like when the coach hits the gymnast and stuff it's just like Mm -hmm. it's so out of nowhere and so just like even, it is what it is. I don't know. Yeah, even the f- this female self-inflicting violence in this yeah. movie, right? So when like there's a suicide attempt. Yep, mm-hmm. and that same female dancer who tries to commit suicide also at one point just strips like almost naked and contorts her body in a position that just looks excruciating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for they, the coach, like yes. he's looking on. They also mm-hmm. punish her too, the flipping her upside down and yeah. repeating lines over and over again. She just wanted to dance to pop music. Yeah. Yeah. Let the girl dance. <laughs> My note was, uh, you're not ready for pop. Dude hates pop music yeah. quite so hard. But I love that lines like that where it's like, you're yeah. not ready for pop music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I might be making this up. I'm not sure. Was there like a, um, like a fake sex scene for yes. one of the, yes, yes for the yeah. blind lady? The yeah. blind woman to like recreate walking in on her husband or something. Yeah, on her, yes. cheating on her. That was that, that was, was strange as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. strange. She couldn't see it. Yeah, right. She can only hear it. Yeah. So it's such an interesting dynamic. And that scene ends with the blind woman saying, "Get out of my sight." Which yeah. I was <laughs> kind of funny. That is funny. One other thing I do love is that um, whenever one of the people from this like from the Alps like troop is being a, a dead person they always say their lines as if they're like a really bad community yeah. theater yeah, exactly. actor yeah, <laughs> like, that is true. like they have such an affectation that it's just like so obviously them Not like them. recalling yeah. something from memory uh-huh. that they had to like learn yeah. it's so funny my favorite might be 
please don't use stop. It feels like heaven. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then she laughs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so, like, I, like, I like how she laughs though, because like it makes it a little more like, kind of ridiculous yeah. what, what she's doing yeah, yeah it's definitely ridiculous well, and, and like you said the so she even rehearses the lines with the person yeah mm-hmm. right before reenacting it because there's that this movie has something that i also think is interesting where there's a lot of lists a lot of lists being recited mm-hmm. and one of them is that is like a list of different lamps sold in that store and she's reciting them back to him and it has mm-hmm. to be in a certain order um yeah, a lot of lists, like the actors, the mountain names, right? The yeah. chandeliers. Like exaggerated lists. Like yeah. you, you might yeah, think somebody's going to yeah. list like two or three things, but no, it's, it's like, like five, right. six, yeah, seven, eight. Exactly. Um, yeah. Strange, strange movie. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think it's the best movie to watch? If you've never seen any of his movies... Is this the one you enter in on? You might have to work up to it. Yeah. No. I feel like I've never seen Dogtooth, but I feel like Alps you have to work up to. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of know what his world's about. I think Lobster's probably a good starting point. I also feel like mm-hmm. if if I saw this movie in a theater, it might be easier to... Oh, I know what you mean, because it's get, bigger. Like, mm-hmm. It's bigger, and like there's no distractions at all. Right. I think it would be easier for me to know what's going Dude, on that subtitles baby yeah <laughs> it's like hard you have to be in it yeah. the yes. whole time. but also like with a smaller tv you have to really focus in on what you're reading because it's not right. like it's yeah. not. with the when you see subtitles in theaters um when we like saw like shoplifters even like i didn't even realize i was reading the dialogue because it's so big yeah. and it just immerses you more mm-hmm. um so that's i never think about like oh home theater like really bugs me but i think with foreign films it does for that yeah. reason it's it's way easier when you're you're in it yeah absolutely i agree completely now i'm gonna do a little quiz for you guys (laughs) they talk about actors who they love and musicians who they love in this Mm -hmm. movie they talk about elvis eight of them can we name all of them all right so elvis was one Elvis. elvis is one brad pitt uh john is johnny depp one of them brad pitt did you already say that? Yeah. You said that. Um, Jude Law. There was another musician that was their favorite. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I knew who it was. They talk honestly. about Prince. <laughs> yeah, wait. That was kind of funny that when they're like, funny. "Prince is dead." Yeah. Like, yeah. Prince isn't dead, but yeah. now Prince now is dead. Now Prince, Prince is dead. Um, <laughs> there's two. There's. So ooh, three more that you guys in. Presley, and then. Who's one of your favorite old singers, Kate? Oh, Frank Sinatra. No. <laughs> Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Harry Belafonte. Oh, yeah, it was Harry Belafonte. I do love And then Harry two Belafonte. more. One was very funny, I thought. Morgan Freeman. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then Robert Redford. Oh, oh yeah. Robert Redford. That's I just favorite. thought it was funny, the ones they chose to, uh, yeah. to, to pick highlight. out. Yeah. Which is like, I love when um, foreign films reference Western culture, just mm-hmm. because there's such a fascination with certain things with Western culture, and it kind of hits some of them, like Robert Redford, like the Western. Elvis Presley is such yeah. a yeah. confused. Mm-hmm. I was a little confused when they didn't say Tom Cruise at all. Yeah, it's oh. weird. <laughs> yeah. When you think super of strange. United States America, yeah. super actor, and yeah. Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Absolutely. strange. I wonder what he's got against Tom Cruise. Um, you definitely see like how he's grown, like what he took from beginning filmmaking and ran with which i think is really interesting so i don't think i like think becca's right though a little bit like this was his last one before 
Correct. Hollywood got a hold of him, I guess. And like <laughs> they grabbed they him. Got him. <laughs> um, but you're right. Like he probably he's making the movies he wants to make now. But this yeah. was a time where he probably didn't have enough money. That's what I was going to say, um, too. Yeah. So he was restricted in that. And then that's always going to, you're going to have to work with what you have. Whereas Hollywood, like, at this point, he probably gets in all the money yeah, he wants. Yeah, I think. After the favorite, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think even after. Um, Lobster, like, probably. Yeah. Well, with Lobster, I feel like he was just already, like, a critical darling with, yeah. like, um, uh, Dogtooth and true. stuff. Dogtooth was a huge deal yeah. when it came out, oh, really? I feel like. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like he kind of has f- had free reign mm-hmm. to make whatever he wants. But I wouldn't recommend Alps as a first no, movie. No. I think in a biased way, I would recommend Dogtooth as a first movie just because mm-hmm. I feel like if you watch Dogtooth and you like it, you'll probably like all his other movies. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I would definitely recommend The Lobster first. <laughs> or The Favorite. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The Favorites, I feel like The Favorite is it's tame compared to the other one. He also didn't write The Favorite. Yes, he first just directed it. it. Right. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's also the most like widely appealing movie. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. And I mean, you can tell like it's not like is 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 the favorite a story that like I know we're getting onto the favorite, but is it like all true it's based n- on true events? They're real no? people. Based yes. on real people. It's a reimagining of that time period with those real like Queen Anne or uh, Queen Anne. Queen Anne, yeah. yeah. And yeah. there was like a woman who was in her court who exactly. she had a relationship with. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm not sure about well, the whole cousin thing, but yeah, um, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, um, so. But yeah, I mean, he his, yeah, it doesn't seem like his from the mind of yes. your ghost. Right. Like his right. stories are out there, and they're always like super creative and yes. really cool. And this is just like, let's grab a couple Oscars. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> let's go. come on, girls. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that like, and I respect this. I think he wanted to do a period movie. And yeah, knew yeah. that he could write it. And it looked yeah. well, amazing. Yeah. Which is uh, we're should we go? Should we stop? Yeah, let's yeah, yeah, stop, yeah. but I have something to say about that. So we'll we'll get into it then. So, yeah. um, How are we rating it today? Yeah. Oh, Ooh. so we are getting away from the rating, the numbers. Yeah. What did we say we were going to do? We were doing who, who liked, liked it, it oh, best. Oh, who liked it best. Uh, but that's like... I think it's pretty obvious who liked this movie the best. Yeah, but then the the other... But how do... How, mm. How do you determine that? Just by the way we're talking about it. Well, we have to fight for it. (laughs) No, you do have to fight for it. I'm going to go out here and say something. I know we're talking about it. We're saying it's interesting and stuff, but I I didn't particularly like this movie too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like one. Maybe it didn't help that I didn't read the synopsis because most of the movie (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is happening here? I don't know. And it never, it's, I don't know. It just never hit for me. Even when I realized what they were doing, I wasn't like, whoa, that's kind of cool, or ooh, that's really dark. I was just like, oh, okay. And then I was like, okay, where's it going to go from here? And it's basically just people spiraling out hard. Yeah. And that was it for me. Like, there wasn't a deep meaning that I got. There wasn't anything I learned from it. It looked cool. Every one of his movies looked cool. But I think I like it more after discussion, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I might be on the similar. Um, I might hop on your board. Uh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm skating. <laughs> yeah, I'm skating. The There's a little. I'm on board on. with Jordan, <laughs> so we're just kind of just. I don't know how we're both on the board, but I'm on your board. Okay. <laughs> I'm like a little above your board. Ooh. I'm like okay. on the top. You're like a hoverboard. <laughs> yeah, I'm hovering above your board. Um. So are we still doing best to work? Are we gonna have to fight for 
who like like the least. least. Um, Yo, I didn't pay attention some parts. That doesn't mean you don't like it, (laughs) doesn't it? um, I was in it for the most part, so I guess you beat me. Yo, I'm getting good at. I've been watching a lot more subtitle movies. At yeah. first, I had See, a lot I'm, of trouble with it. Criterion will do that. Yeah, Criterion <laughs> will do that. Too. Yeah. Um, Usually, we, we had a quiz last time based off who was who liked it the least or who liked. I it mean, the we most. could answer a quiz question. But I gave you guys that quiz question. Yeah, yeah, you already took a quiz quiz question. Quiz question. Quiz question. Um, what was the girl who was who passed away? What was her lucky item? Her wristband, tennis wristband. Yeah, so loved Bailey, this movie. So I loved it. it. So Bailey liked it the least. All right, yeah. Bailey, you win this weird contest <laughs> that we're doing. We're figuring it out. Yeah, but um, I'm assuming Becky, you liked it the most. I yeah. One thing I will say is the first time I watched it was the most I liked it. Oh. Um, and I don't know if that had to do with like my <laughs> mental space at the time yeah. or just being completely on board with Yorgos Lanthimos. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the idea of it. Mm-hmm. And I think every time I've watched it, I've just like lost interest a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Now, is this the third, third time, time you've seen I've it? seen it? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Just let us know how you feel on the fourth time. Yeah, I know, <laughs> okay. right? I'll be like, never again. Yeah, I would like to see... Um, I don't know if it's weird, but like, if he had all the money in the world and like, money he if he could now, make it again, how would he do it? What if he would change yeah, it? He's at probably all. happy with the yeah. way it turned out. If, if like it was that idea and more in the vein of like the killing of a sacred yes. deer, yeah. I would love it. Like a yeah. little bit more you heightened, I mean? a little yeah. bit more, a little, a little more richer higher. stakes, and yeah. yeah, and more of a climax or i don't know i need pretty obvious points in this yeah. movie and yeah. it doesn't it's it meanders a little bit i think that's bit. fair yeah, yeah. definitely very linear. so yeah that would be kind of cool yeah. if he, he did that a little bit but is it weird to remake your own movie has no, it ever um, been done yeah the the game uh no not the game funny games by that oh. like swedish or something oh he, re- he did his own movie I he think. did it oh. in Recently, Swedish? I don't, re- I don't yeah. know. And yeah. then he remade it in English, and I was going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, but he's cool one move. of these directors that's like, oh, Me Too is a witch hunt, and it's just uh, about women uh, hating men. And I was like, yeah. all right, I can't support that. Yeah, but that is funny interesting. Games. It's supposed to be a really good movie. Yeah, it's I always called see funny the cover. Games. Yeah, funny it's also an invasion movie. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, they're on vacation. And then it's um one of the guys from Boardwalk Empire. I forget his oh, name. Yeah, Pitt. Michael Pitt. Michael yeah. Shannon? <laughs> I wish. I wish. I watched it like 18 times. <laughs> yeah, but he redid his own movie. Oh, that's and cool. Yeah, that yeah. is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. There you go. It's also it's also a Criterion <laughs> Criterion movie. So. Yeah. Shout out Criterion. There you oh. go. Uh, cool. All right. Well, we are in between movies. How are we feeling? Pretty good. 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 Are you feeling less stressed? I know. Mm-hmm. Working wonders. Chilling. Chilling. Yeah. Good. Um, if you need more, let me know. It's doing wonders for my body. Your stomach's loving it. My stomach is... <laughs> I have an upset stomach right now. Did um, you have buffalo wings too? No. Chicken panini. He gets the same thing every time. Uh, What's on the chicken panini? No avocado. I'll no. tell you that much. <laughs> we uh, can talk about off mic. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, enough about my body. Why don't we get into not only Yorgos's body of work, but... His physical body. His body of touch. His body of touch? Interesting. (laughs) Makes me curious. 
What's your height? What's your weight? What's your height? What's your weight? With your hopes, match your decay. What's your height? What's your weight? Will they get it wrong? Will they get it right? What's your height? What's your weight? Throw in caffeine, or is it just naturally caffeinated? It's natural. It's natural. Like black, black tea. It's and natural. Green, green tea. Green tea has some. It's not warm. Yeah. Let me know. No, no, this is perfect. There's Thank just you. like not a lot though yeah. in it. All right, so uh, we have everything but chew this week. Oh, so. I didn't do it. Oh, never mind. That's because he told me not to. Never yeah, mind. correct. Never mind. Oh. All right, so we're gonna start with Jordan because that's the first one I picked up. Jordan said he's six foot, two hundred and ten pounds. His penis is penis is straight, blunt, and to the point. Aquarius at forty eight years old. Ooh, I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> Bailey says six feet tall, one hundred eighty five pounds. He did shoe anyway, size ten shoe. <laughs> um, penis is good, but he's celibate. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Love it. Great, great option. Um, Born in 1962, Libra. <laughs> yeah, calling people celibate, I think it's my new thing. Yeah, that's interesting. So, um, Becca said that he's 6'3", or 220 pounds. Six she abs- three. Sorry. She, ab- she abstained from the penis description. On principle. On principle, uh-huh. love nice, it. Fair. Um, birthday is November 13th and is a Scorpio. <laughs> Every time, are you guys Scorpios? They just, I am. They just I do am. that every time. But also, like, I'm not. <laughs> so he's in the Scorpio gang, though. <laughs> oh, sick. So yeah, he's six foot. Nice. So oh, yeah. both Jordan and Bailey. He's a little chubby that. though. What's his weight? One eighty-seven. Damn. Ah, That's not that bad. One eighty-seven. Yeah. Bailey, you were so. He's close. got a round face. Bailey, you were two point, two points, two pounds off. Okay. Um, he was born um September twenty-third. 1973. Is he a Libra? So he is 45 years old and he's a Libra. Ooh. Are you a Libra? Yeah. Bailey, you're killing it. <laughs> Bailey, you got the you got the go. most right today. Balanced. I win. Wow, um, you know your Yorgos. You do know your yeah. There's not a lot of facts on him that are like specific facts. Yeah. Um, but he was born in Athens, obviously. Um, obviously. It's, he's obviously born in Athens. Um, <laughs> so cool. The he, only city in greece <laughs> famously <laughs> he was a member of the creative team for the 2004 summer olympics in athens where he helped design the opening and closing ceremonies Ooh. Ooh, wait, wait that's why there were lots of ribbons yeah, yeah, all yeah. The ribbons. Uh-huh. i would love him to see him like do it the way he really wanted yeah, <laughs> yeah if he had the whole budget in yeah. the world um he's part of a team so we had to compromise right, right? right yeah. um he doesn't like to talk to the actors when they're on set about their characters. So I watched an extra for The Favorite, which like gave me a lot of insight to the way he works. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing all the actors said. He doesn't talk to them. He His thing, and then they ask him about it, and he's like, these are professional actors who are at the top of their game. I don't need to tell them yeah. how to get into character. He's like, I send them the script. I trust that they read it. 
and they understand their character and they bring what they think the character is and i just capture so he doesn't do anything no he like Genius. i i think he's big on <laughs> well we'll go into it a little more but he his thing is like he works with the same dp uh-huh. and he always asks him okay what's the what's the normal shot here over the shoulder okay let's do the complete opposite let's do something that no one sees coming and they always try to go for a unique one every single okay. scene. And you can like see that in the favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. he he's a big th- guy on editing, I think. He lets mm. the actors go and kind of do it and he'll he Sculpted. basically knows what he's looking for but he won't tell people and when he thinks Ooh. he has it, he's like, "Okay, well that's good. We'll move on to the next one." And then in editing, he so knows So do they it. left to like he doesn't say like try it again or like do it this way he just kind of they just He'll, do a take a bunch I'm of sure times he does then, a take yeah. a bunch of times but like he kind of lets them come to i mean he's also has some of the best actors yeah in yeah. his hollywood movies like olivia coleman like, o- olivia coleman like uh nicole kidman colin so farrell colin like, farrell Rachel said Wise. that he's one of the best directors he's ever worked for mm-hmm. he said he would do anything he's ever done just because of how much he enjoys working with him and how much of a treat it is and he also said that um emma stone like pretty much begged to be in one of his movies and that's why she's in this one he's also really loyal i feel yeah. like i like that he works with all the same actors same. Mm-hmm. um and i was reading something about emma stone talking about him that he's like really secretive about his scripts and stuff even with the favorite which he didn't write so when he has actors who want to audition for him they only give them the script like 10 minutes before they're supposed to go in front of him and when they read the lines they have to do something like really strange like physically like hop Mm. around on one foot or like walk backwards and deliver it so that they like don't retain what they're actually saying to him and remember anything about the script oh, before so they weird. sign on he, to do the dude, movie. He's yeah. a straight up weirdo. I, I love, love it. it. I also heard that he makes them do physical tasks while they do it so they're not thinking about acting. Yeah, exactly. So it's like a distraction. So she had to bark like, like a dog at points and stuff. Yeah. But you kind of see that in the favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's like her character. Um, the other thing is, is he's married to the um, the ribbon lady from oh, Alps who's really? in almost all of his movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is she the maid in The Lobster? Yes. Yeah, I she's the so. maid in The Lobster. She's in this other movie I saw that I'm now forgetting the name of, the one that I really hated that I told you about, but she's only in it for oh, a second. Oh, um, The Souvenir. Yeah, The Souvenir. Mm-hmm. She's in it for like one second. She's like a film student, not related to Yorgos at all. But I was like, whoa, that's I, I forget her name, but she's like Greek and French or yeah. something. Oh, yeah, yeah she's... Uh, She's French, I She's think. French oh. that lived in Greece. Yeah. Like, she moved to Greece. I hate to bring it up again, but Criterion does this really <laughs> cool series where they let directors and people go into the Criterion closet mm-hmm. and pick out any movie they want and they talk about it and stuff, and he's in there with her. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, really cool to hear them know what they like, what each other like, and what they've seen. And I don't know. She knows her shit about she movies. So it's cool. like crazy to hear yeah. her talk about movies. It's awesome. They live in London now. Aw. I have one more fact, and I think the table's going to love it. 
I'm just the table not the people at it <laughs> um his dad was a professional basketball player for greece yeah yes the original greek freak yes the original <laughs> yes. the senior greek freak but apparently he like never had a relationship yeah, with his dad was, which is kind uh, of a bummer because apparently his, his dad was playing basketball. that's what he yeah. said he says because his dad was always off playing basketball his mom pretty much raised him because he was never home because he was playing basketball Ooh, I, life. Hope, I hope Yorgos makes a basketball film maybe mm-hmm. he'll team up with M. Night maybe he can redo Coach Carter Ooh. <laughs> you and these redos or Hoosiers yo that's or what Hollywood's <laughs> doing <laughs> or Air Bud yeah. Yeah. let's bring back Air Bud um, wow I know we got a little hot there so it's like a little steamy yeah um, cue the music <laughs> I mean we kind of already on. said it. Yeah. So what do you want to do here? I'm going to go with that. So, good luck. We can freestyle. What do you want to talk about? Let's spitball. Well, when, we, when it gets hot in here, I just go over his relationships I have on file. Um, <laughs> and there's only one. What is her name? Do you have it? Oh. Ariane Labed. Ariane? Are we going to talk, talk about now? Uh, yeah, we can talk about now. So, like we said earlier, the only um, relationship I have that he's ever been in in his whole entire life is uh, Ariana Labed, the girl from um, all of his movies. <laughs> so, uh, your files haven't told you what's before that? Literally, he his whole entire life? Yeah, this is his whole life. His whole life. Okay. Yeah, I think they probably met as, as babies. their high school sweethearts. Aww. Got yeah. it. So what about his life before that? Did they like before high school? Yeah. Was there one? Um, they probably went to separate like elementary schools, uh, but met up in high school. I see. I like this re this uh, reimagining of his life. Uh huh. It's your redo of his life. Yeah. It actually would be really funny if like because that is like the cookie cutter romantic story, and mm-hmm. for him to be such a weird guy and like, yeah, I don't know. That would be funny. It would it to me makes sense. True. I feel like he like is loyal. Yeah. Loyal to his soil. She's also yep. so cool. Yeah. She's so cool looking. I just love them together. Yeah, they're a cool couple. I bet. Definitely. It. Are they married? Yeah. They <laughs> met in high school. That's <laughs> what Matt decided. Yeah, Matt decided <laughs> that they've been together their whole lives. They're high but school sweethearts. They went to different elementary schools. But celibate, right? Yeah, okay. but they don't touch each other. <laughs> they just look at each other really yeah. intently. Nice. Um, Do we get confirmation on... Um, What's her name being celibate? Sally Hawkins? Nope. I forgot that you mentioned that. Where did that rumor start? From Bailey's mouth. She's never been in a relationship. Well, Bailey didn't have any sort, like any information in his sources, which is kind of wild. She made a pact with James Corden that they would get married if they were still single at 35, but James Corden's not single, so. So So she's, she's just looking for her other James Corden. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we don't know what's the deal with Wait, Sally she, Hawkins. Is she the same age as James Corden? She seems a little older, right? Yeah. I don't know. She was. I think she's younger than we thought she was. Yeah. But either way, if anyone has any relationship on file for Sally, Sally Hawkins. Hawkins, please get it to us. <laughs> yeah, we need to know. <laughs> we feel incomplete. In anyone else's files. She kind of like gives me the creeps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I understand. Did you ever that. see Paddington? No. no. She's 43. Okay. All right. So maybe they are the same. Yeah, age. James Corden's probably forty-three. Yeah, he's probably forty-three. Yep, a youthful forty-three. Um, but hey, this isn't our James Corden episode. <laughs> thank God. Um, <laughs> thank God. I only know him in one movie. He's like a little boy in uh, 
I don't know. Well, he's so about to be in Cats. He's in a. Oh, he does a lot of. Work. My God, that should have been my personal grievance corner. Cats. <laughs> you could do it now. Oh. Yeah, talk about a redo. We do not, not need. need. Redo, <laughs> redo. I've never seen Cats. I have neither, neither zero have desire. I. I don't it like. It looks funny. Cats. <laughs> well, I'm just really allergic. So. Uh, Same. But, but that movie looks terrifying. Yeah. And like, why? Yeah. There's so much good source material out there, and like oh, Cats. I know. I was listening to someone talk about how they thought it was like a fluke that it was like the longest running Broadway show. Like, why that one? Why do people latch yeah, on to that one? Maybe people are obsessed with cats. Like, human beings are obsessed yeah, with true. cats. I was going to say, people have really bad taste also, <laughs> by well, and large. True. <laughs> true. 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 I respect that. Um, but yeah, anyway. I, I agree. A weird, weird thing to make into a live action movie. I do like carpool karaoke sometimes. Uh, I'm a sucker like, for with, carpool karaoke. With the episode with Red Hot Chili Peppers is yeah. good. Yo, he like saves <laughs> someone's life. Of, uh, I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. He apparently like saves Ooh, someone's life when he gets you? out of the car. Hot take, right? <laughs> oh, does he? I don't know. I oh, forget that part. Apparently, like some kid was someone. A kid runs out of a house choking, and a mom runs, "Help me! Help me! Help me!" And Anthony Kiedis gets out of the car. And performs the Heimlich remover, maneuver on this child and saves this kid's life from choking. I, I don't remover. think that's but in the YouTube. It's, cut it's <laughs> what I. I'm it's not in the Criterion collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the Criterion <laughs> version of probably. Yeah. Here I am again. Um, I I don't want to say you're lying. I don't think you're lying. I think you. I think you found that info somewhere. But like, it's a really specific that thing would to make up. Be an amazing thing to catch on video and carpool they, they yeah. just did well, it i think like that what a downer for carpool karaoke to like see a boy choking yeah because then like what do you do life. get back in the car and start singing yeah under the bridge. exactly <laughs> like, come yeah. on yep, true. but they do get like anthony keita's wrestling like yeah which is or strange no no no. he wrestles james gordon oh. doesn't he oh, okay. i love wins, that I you're a secret red hot chili peppers i know fan. just as i was talking shit about people with bad yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love, love californication i do <laughs> I'm an L.A. girl at heart. Love it. Love um. it. Scar tissue. <laughs> I want to read his memoir. <laughs> it's very popular. You can, I know. You can find it at many he's locations. He's cool. All right. Yeah, he's, he's kind of cool. I like yeah, he's he cool. is cool. Yo, I'm over right, the Red so Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, let's move on to his highest rated movie. And this is a true... High, true, low. Yeah, true, high, true, low. Um, and that is the 2018 masterpiece, The Favorite. Bailey, <laughs> take it away. It's your classic. Um, <laughs> it's your classic classic. <laughs> it is a classic. Um, you got two cousins that want to be tight with the queen. And, only, yo, it's kind of like... Um, <laughs> Being the hand, they want to be the hand of the queen. Classic uh, Game of Thrones. I dropped something. Um, John's gonna get it. But yeah, and then they, said. you know, they butt heads. They're cousins, and then <laughs> family drama. And then yeah, <laughs> and then one of them goes away, and one stays. It's a period piece. Right? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> um, we have. To that's not get, important. We have to get that visual out there. For <laughs> That's it. I'm good. Imagine if oh, you yeah. just like gave that synopsis and didn't say it was a period piece. And everyone just thought this was based in like 1995 or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, there's still a queen of England. That's yeah. true. Yeah, there that's is. True. It could happen. Hey. It could happen. Not as powerful as Queen Anne. No, yeah. definitely not. 
also just get yourself out there and see the favorite i feel like at this point if you yeah. haven't seen it like yeah. come on yeah, what, what are you doing, doing? Oh, well absolutely. i also kind of feel like that with maybe his last three movies yeah like if you're listening to this episode and you don't know who we're talking about, and you don't know these movies, do yourself a favor and please watch one of them. Treat yourself. I would suggest the favorite. That's probably yeah. a good starting point too. I mean, Think it's a so. period piece, so like it might scare some. I would people. start with the lobster or killing a sacred deer. Yeah, I th- those are more like him. That's yeah, his yeah. that's true because he, he wrote them with yeah. right. his partner. I completely yeah. agree. But this other movie, most Filippo, that's yeah. his name. But Walk this movie's guy. good. This movie's great, but I agree with Bailey. I think um, if you watch this first and expect this for the rest of the movies, you're going to be disappointed. There is something still weird about this and, like, funny. And, like, yeah, we'll get into it, I guess. But, But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like, to me, I went into it being like, oh, this is a Yorgos Lanthimos movie, and I kind of wanted it to be weirder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still good to me when you came out of the theater. Yeah, I think unlike alps the more i watch this movie the more i like agreed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more you see time. things in this movie there's a lot of hidden gems in yeah. this movie this is a very like indulgent film yes like everything well, about it it's is. indulgent also because it's like an indulgent time exactly of, mm-hmm. yeah um, li- it's indulgent lifestyle yeah, what were yeah. people thinking when like everyone's wearing those wigs i they knew hot. you they were gonna say that they th- they're like damn i look hot yeah yeah but like it's uh, it, and the powdered faces yeah. too. Yeah, I love the women's dresses. Like, yeah. I want to wear that. Yeah, the women. The women look great. <laughs> so I think. Yeah. Like, I'm down with the way the women look. Like, how extravagant and all that stuff. But like, yeah. the way men looked back then was like. And they were the ones that wore the makeup, which was interesting. It's, makeup yeah. wigs, and then like. Well, people in England still wear those wigs, like lawyers. They and have stuff to in court. And what really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a barrister's. Yeah. I forget. No. Maybe I'm wrong. But they do. they do. Well, another great Olivia Coleman show is Broadchurch. I don't know if you guys have watched uh, that. My mom loves Broadchurch. It's amazing. I recommend everyone watch it. But yeah, there's scenes in that that take place in the courtroom, and they literally wear those huge wigs. Like yeah. the judges up there yeah. with his big white yeah, wig. Yeah. Do they powder their face? No. Mm-mm. Oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> just the wig though, which is so weird. It's yeah, like, that might be worse. I, it's so gross. It's just like every morning you have to spend. Like an, a male or female, you have to spend like an hour like getting ready, I feel like. Whereas in like today, Wait, you an hour out, just a, <laughs> a you know, you work. throw on your wig, oh, yeah. you put on your Welcome whatever to the you're wearing. Lifestyle now. Yeah, I know. Well, they I, do get laced up and into things yeah. a lot. The I corset, feel like. Yeah. The corset. yeah. A lot like, of broken ribs. Not one person's chilling in like sweats. And <laughs> not a comfortable <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, for no, sure. Not at all. <laughs> for sure. And if you're wearing comfortable clothing, something's wrong with you. Yeah. yeah. Or even the beds. Yeah. Like when you look at at a certain point, Emma Stone's character Abigail gets like upgraded to her own room, but uh, even no. that bed Straw. is like paper thin yeah Yeah. well i guess it's all status too like these are like the highest of the high Mm -hmm. but even when you look at like uh the queen's mattress right it's like that mattress but like four of them stacked on top of each other her bed looks so comfortable it does with the big drapery that comes around it her room is dope but dope one thing i feel that um, Yorgos did a good job of is like there's this extreme opulence, but you still get the feeling of her isolation, mm-hmm. like yeah. mentally, mm-hmm. like Absolutely. these like huge corridors that mm-hmm. she has to walk down. And again, like the big like kind of tracking mm-hmm. scenes of mm-hmm. like, but like the 
the normal thing to do would be tracking her walking across yeah. the room, but with Yorgos, it's just like a stationary camera, mm. and you see her all the way at the end, like coming, which I think just yeah. adds to the anxiety. I love so this movie. I like the story. I like it, but the, what I like most about it is the way he shoots Same. it. Like he uses fisheye in a lot of this, which is movie, wild, which is kind of wild to yeah. do, but it's kind of what. To what Becca says, and in the extras that I watched, they say that exact same thing. They say, like, they used a ton of fisheye wide lens and then this, like, 180 swivel camera to, like, show how decadent, how big, but, like, how lonely these people are. Yeah. And I was thinking yeah, about it. Like, those, like, like the Queen's Mansion or whatever mm-hmm. it is in her room, That is that all just a set or those actual so crazy I like think they old filmed rooms. some of this in Versailles, didn't they? I think they had like a couple days in like some kind of either Versailles or some kind of palace where they got like yeah. twenty yeah. days or something in like a Damn. prestigious place to film, but it was like cold and it was like miserable, and they mm. just like got it done. Because yeah. like that room, there's so much detail and like how beautiful like the ceiling is. Oh, the and tapestry like, work in this is to the, die for. The, the paintings. The other thing I know is that he refused to light it. Yeah. So they could oh, right. only film when the, like natural light was coming in because oh, he wanted okay. it to look like it was. So it was like, probably of the time. a room, like a. Mm-hmm. I it's think it was. I original. think it was like on. A, oh a, yeah. Yeah. I think, it, I think it was because the. Uh, I was watching where Rachel Wise her first day on set mm-hmm. came in and looked around and was like, okay, so like. How's he gonna light this place? Mm-hmm. And the director of photography was like, "It's lit. Yeah. This is like what we're gonna do." Yeah. She's like, "What?" A lot of candle lit. Yeah, so yeah. much. Candle. I love when she goes through the corridors or whatever the hallways that mm-hmm. have no window access, so yeah. they're completely pitch black. Yeah. Yeah. And like Same. she has to hold the candle, candle, and they look like secret passageways, yeah, yeah. basically. But then she goes into a room, and it's like so light, yeah. like her bedroom yeah. and stuff. So good. Yeah. It looks this movie looks fucking cool. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. You definitely could tell that like with the fish eye. I noticed that while watching it where you look at it and there's so much it's just like eye candy where he mm-hmm. was like, How much of this can I like get in in mm-hmm. one shot? Yeah. And it's almost like a progression of his work where like we saw Alps, one of the first ones where you he does a wide shot and he he you can tell that he likes, but the more he more he's like, How much more can I get it? Like how much? Yeah, how much stuff can I, can I, get, I get in one shot? Yeah, yeah. and it, it just like the tone it. of the movie too. Absolutely, I think. And I, to me, the best um, like montages in this movie are like the goose chase. That's like one I of the early that. scenes. That's my it's just like sets the yeah. tone of like the hecticness of like the politicians and stuff who come mm. into the court, and then also like the ball that happens that's my with the dancing scene. that is like one guy's so dancing cool. moves like yeah. they're like modern well, that's, which that's is what i wrote down yeah. i was like the first time i watched it i just think i like wasn't really like understanding their dance moves and then this time i was like there's no way this is actually like historical yeah. like this mm-hmm. is definitely no. some like kind of poking fun at the fact that this is just an opulent court exactly. i don't know like the they even talk to each it. other kind of in a modern way yeah. too yeah. like Absolutely. it's not necess- it's not like a stiff boring period mm-hmm. piece Absolutely. that it could it could have been that but yeah. like not with him but I, like. I also like when they have all those like really busy shots where there's a lot of people um they slow it down yeah every mm-hmm. single shot that like has like a lot of people gets like slowed um i think to really just so you can appreciate everything going on mm-hmm. in that scene mm-hmm. there's nothing wasted yeah. i like uh <laughs> I like the guy who uh, brings his duck with him everywhere. Oh, me yes. too. Because it's like the fastest the duck in the country. Uh, yeah. Horatio. 
That was that his name? Yeah, Horatio. The duck, the duck or the guy? The duck. Oh. Was duck racing a thing? I, Yo, guess. Is I it, love it. Is it a it. goose chase? A oh, wild they're goose chase? Oh, yeah. They are ducks, though, right? I don't know. Wait, I don't know. I might be with Becca. Wild goose chase. Yeah, but it's your ghost. So What's you the probably difference use between yeah. a goose and a duck? I think I they, they look different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ducks are like yeah. squatter than, mm-hmm. than geese. Yeah, and I also like how she just, um, the queen just has all these rabbits oh my god like which a hundred of them heartbreaking parts of this movie yeah. i can't believe i don't think i picked that up the first time i it's saw for all like really? the kids that really? i cried for all her unborn yeah. children yeah, i remember like being like oh shit there is because there's a way that you see the interactions that um rachel weiss's character lady mar Marlborough, and um, Emma Stone's character Abigail the way they interact with the queen in a way that's like very dismissive and you almost yeah. just think she's kind of like a petulant child mm-hmm. like right. they have to give in to her whims yeah. and Olivia Coleman does such a fantastic job of like revealing the depths of her pain mm-hmm. having 17 miscarriages yep. and like where this madness comes from, where these mm. like crazy impulses come from. Yeah. That both both times I watched this movie, that part made me cry. Yeah. Like she yeah, just I does such really a fantastic job. I get teary at that too. And she, yeah. She won the uh, Academy Award for best yes. actress. Give her best everything. Actress, yeah. yeah. I love she her. Deserved. She the yes. transformation. So costume wise and makeup, you can't really tell that it's her. Like in the sense, it takes you a minute. If you knew it was Olivia Coleman, you know it's Olivia Coleman. But it's very different well from and especially she the way she progressively gets more sick exactly. like she has gout which mm-hmm. is like kind of a major plot point because mm-hmm. she's in pain all the time and that's mm-hmm. why these like the girls like she's that's like, kind of how they start showing or like vying for mm-hmm. her affection they use um, her weakness kind of yeah to, exactly to like get in her good graces but then it it advances in a way where she's kind of paralyzed on the left side of her body and stuff in the way that's it's portrayed so is so crazy yeah the transformation throughout the movie is so subtle. And it's just, I was thinking about, in order to, I feel like, to actually do that, you have to live it. Yeah. Um, to make it seem real. I, it's one of the most realistic portrayals, I think, of slow decay of the body. And it's unreal how it happens. Then it's sickening. Like, when she's eating that cake... That, like, turned my stomach when she continued to eat it and throw it up anyway. Yeah. And Ugh. the icing was still yeah, all over her, her face. face. And stuff. Yuck. It's, yeah, you feel her pain with mm. that big swollen leg. Ugh. That, yuck. When she's, the rub my leg. That's, yeah. like, the constant rhetoric in this movie. <laughs> rub my leg. Rub my leg. I like, some of the scenes that I like are the shooting scenes, too. Yeah, I like When too. Rachel Wise and Abigail are out in the field doing skeet shooting actually no they're actually shooting birds like birds um but it's kind of a cool dynamic you see like in the beginning of those shooting scenes in the early ones rachel wise has all the power but then like as the movie moves on she's like teaching abigail things but then abigail's kind of becoming more in the queen's favor and then those shooting scenes become even more one lopsided yeah. towards well, uh, Abigail. I love it. They draw a line yeah. with those scenes when the blood gets splashed on yeah, her right, face, and that's right. like a turning point. It's great. Yeah. I mean, Emma Stone's like whole transformation from being like, yeah. uh, I, don't know, I don't know if she was poor or what, but like when she came in, she was covered in like dirt and mud. and She then, gets pushed out of the carriage. And then like the confidence <laughs> and like stuff that she has towards like the end of the movie is yeah. like awesome. She gets like that power and like 
doesn't really want to let it go at all. Yeah, totally. I, I know. She kind of like changes as a person too. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, she was like so loyal mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. didn't want to do anything wrong. And then towards the end, she's just do you think cut that's throat. in her the whole time? Though yeah, there's yeah. like a part of me that's like in the beginning, she's playing I don't coy, think she but like thought, I didn't think she like in her mind she was like oh, I'm gonna be evil when I get to the top or like I, I honestly thought she was like a good person and then mm-hmm. like she got a taste and then I think she pushes boundaries like oh I got away with this what can I get away with next yeah, yeah she I definitely agree. tests it yeah, like, yeah. With and she just keep like each thing she gets she's like oh neck what's the next level that I yeah can well yeah get and because you see um when it gets to the point where she's telling the queen that Lady Marlborough has been like stealing money yeah and you see the way the queen oh, like doesn't I believe know. her at first yeah. but then the queen it's makes her shift. repeat it and you almost see like in the way she has to be like, oh yes, like it's true that she kind of hesitates, or at yeah. least yeah. she looks like well, she's she like a little uncertain about the lie she's told. Well, because she knows she got caught. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. She Cause only... you see her be like, fuck, 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 yeah. down the yeah. hallway, but then the queen ends up believing her. I don't know if she yeah. believes her as much as she, she wants just to. Wants to like give in maybe to no, her. I think it's the fact that like, she's pissed. Yeah. That Rachel Wise's character didn't to come back. Her. So she's yeah. just using that as like, well, here's a reason why you shouldn't yeah. like, you should let her go. Like, here's an excuse. I do mm-hmm. think this is probably Emma Stone's best performance. Absolutely. I know we were recently talking about her because we did uh, Birdman. Yeah. Oh. You know, yeah. La La Land. No, I think this is better. Dude, I like her in this better. What do you think of her British accent? I think she's pretty good at it. I didn't yeah. notice. I didn't really notice. I I was like, I remember at one point I was like, "Yo, do they have? Are they speaking in yeah. British accents? Yeah, same. <laughs> like, they're very like they're very like same. subtle British it accents. Is, yeah, they're not like very subtle. strong. It's subtle for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think I was kind of also just like, I remember watching this the first time, be like, oh, this is like a super modern dialect. So yeah. I don't care if they're accurate or not because I don't think that's a point. That's yeah. true. It well, is yeah. modern. There's yeah. also just like in general throughout the ages, I think people in like the upper echelons of wealth mm-hmm. like have mm-hmm. like less of an accent yeah. usually. Like, and especially yeah. in their depictions in popular culture, true. like the, you know, people who are like street beggars and mm-hmm. like British Absolutely. movies or like have that crazy Hockney accent and stuff. Yeah. I also love like you're talking about accent. the use of, costumes in this so they did that really well with emma stone's transformation right she starts off very like brown colors and then escalates into that black white color mm-hmm. scheme uh, which is and they but they also do it in the sense where they drop her in a background like that yeah right? um, so like she's wearing browns with a background that's brown or she's wearing a gray with a background that's gray toned and so each shot not only shows her transformation through the rise of power through like this black white like what Bailey was saying, like is she good? Is she bad? Representing mm-hmm. black, black and white, but also like each shot ends up looking like a photograph too mm-hmm. from that. Um, oh, especially that one where she's sitting on a chair against one hands. of the rooms, like yeah. with the tapestry and stuff. Mm-hmm. That looks like an oil painting. Absolutely. Uh, they just and to pair them together, right? Like be able to use costume for transformation and aesthetics is he just does it super well. And. Um, one more, I guess, technique that he uses, and it closes out the movie. And I think it's not like a famous ending, but it kind of is. I love it. Um, he uses a lot of those like overlapping dissolve shots, and he does it because it's basically three women mm-hmm. vying for some mm-hmm. sort of power. Right. Um, and it like in in one in the middle of the movie, he's like dissolving and overlapping all of their faces together, and then at the end, it happens again. But the rabbits come into the shot mm-hmm. 
And it's like, I remember seeing it in the movie theater and I was like, holy shit, that's how you're going to end a movie. Yeah. But it's, yeah. then watching it again, knowing it's coming, it's like, damn. Yep. Yeah. Cool. I, I mean, I remember when I first watched it, I was like, ah, like I, I really wanted for just like a, like uh entertainment like standpoint mm-hmm. like uh, rachel wise to come back mm-hmm. and like kick some ass mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like and kind of kick emma stone out but the ending's dope yeah. like I, that's what i was like it's a great way to end yeah. a movie when i first saw the movie that was my favorite part of it was the ending scene yeah. um but especially the way that like emma stone is the one who's there but she has to like submit herself to the queen like when i was saying before like those like physical it's manifestations sad. of power and these mm-hmm. dynamics like she has to like get on the ground or rub mm. her feet and she kind of the queen grabs like grabs her, her hair yeah. to like hold on to her and then the bunnies are overlaid mm. on that. I just think it's yeah. like ah, yeah. perfect well, ending. That seems like you feel like sick for her. Yeah. Like yeah. you know that feeling really she's well. she's stuck there even though yeah. it's like what she wanted yeah, quote but unquote. Now it's like, like, but now it's kind of torture. Yeah. 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 But also that like balance of like those days you feel super confident but then something happens and you feel like oh i shouldn't have been so confident kind of deal and you feel kind of sick about that move it's like a good representation of that but i also like that this movie like subverts that um the gender role in this where normally these movies are like the men are the ones vying for power and the women are secondary characters that don't have a lot of character Mm -hmm. development but in this all the women have all the character development the men are just don't really have uh, they're just like, they're like goofballs yeah, yeah. They're totally well they're wearing Holt's the makeup character comic relief but yeah. they're also the ones that are like dressed up and fancy and mm. that's usually what the women do their job is just to wear the makeup and mm. look good and that's like the men's role in this movie which mm. is interesting yeah yes i will say you know the music's like very like oh, the score in your face like yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. definitely not something that like you watch and it, it you, you can't hear it. you can't yeah. notice it it's, it's obvious like, mm-hmm. very yeah. obvious and making like, a statement good for sure yeah. i think yeah. that falls into that indulgent character like yeah. category that everything in this movie is just pure for just like the lust of watching and hearing and experiencing yeah mm-hmm. this movie fucking rules yeah, it's it so good yeah it, it is really so is. good but now we're at the point where we have to figure <laughs> out who likes it the most? Ooh. Anyone want to state their case? This is what we're doing now, right? But here's the yeah, thing. Here's, I hate it at this point. I'm going to say that, like, I liked it. I liked it a lot, but I probably liked it the least out of... Because it's not, like, my kind of right. yeah. movie. Okay. But I still, like, respect it and think it's really good. Yeah. Got it. I get that, though. I yeah. don't really feel like period piece is my kind of movie yeah, either yeah, and out of his oh, no. canon <laughs> it is not it is maybe top th- it's like third third or second maybe like lobsters number one mm-hmm. and like i the killing of a sacred deer is much more my kind of movie like yeah. psychological thriller like kind mm-hmm. of dark mm-hmm. not horror but like mm-hmm. in that vein but i really enjoy the, the favorite every time yeah. i watch it so i feel like those are tied for second for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm i'm going to have to i was going to ask you if you could rate your uh yorgos movies mm-hmm. um but i'm kind of right there with you lobsters number 1 for me i think the favorite might have bumped killing of a sacred deer mm-hmm. out for me i like killing of a sacred deer is so much more my type of movie but watching the favorite again i enjoyed it so much it's a lot funnier than i remember it being 
But the thing about The Favorite is I like the way it's shot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's one of the coolest shot movies that I've ever seen. So that's what I really like about it. The mm-hmm. story, cool. The acting's great. But, like, kind of like just the way it's shot and the way it looks. Mm-hmm. It's high mm-hmm. rewatchability, too, yeah. I feel like. Sure. The Killing of a, a Sacred Deer, I have to be in the right place. Yeah, movie it's a watch. bit of a drag. But, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm like... It's tough because I feel the same way, right? Lobster, my favorite. It hits a lot of things for me. Um, I feel like you really like this movie. I do really like this movie. I think this movie also lends to other things that I like in my life, which is like costuming, tapestry, like set design. I'm Mm. like always really interested in set design. I find when I, if anything, I look at a movie and I'm not like fully like into it. It's always the set design that I pay attention Mm. to. Um, and this has that going for it. Costumes as well. Uh, I like a female-driven movie. I like a period piece, guys. I like a period That's piece. Good. Part you of me feels what? like I should get into them more. But at but the same time, like I like the lobster and I like Killing a Sacred Deer more. But I think like, we I could all agree. agree that the lobsters his best. our favorite out of all. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I, yo, I haven't seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. So like. It's, hard to, it's hard to really say, but like I remember seeing it and liking it, and then I remember seeing Killing of a Sacred Deer, and I don't know if I was disappointed or I think I, my expectations were really high, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it might have just not met them, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I remember when we saw that, Becca, you said that was actually your favorite at that standpoint. Yeah, but I think every movie, Time yeah. every every movie I see of his, I'm like, oh no, this is my yeah. favorite yeah. movie of his. Mm-hmm. But upon reflection, it's definitely The Lobster. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just. For me, the killing of a sacred deer is like so compelling. Like what the story is, yeah. how mm-hmm. fucking bonkers yeah. it is, yeah. and like just well, the acting in that. Oh, it's so and Colin Farrell. It's I mean, so Colin Farrell. You just want to know what's oh. going on the whole time, yeah. like with the boy, right? And yeah, that guy yeah. Barry. Yeah. What's his Keo. He's yeah. amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. Oh, so good. And the son, Sonny yeah. Soljak, I think he's his name in is. mid nineties. Yeah. yeah. Nicole Kidman. I think Queens. It's safe to say that they're all kind of like on a similar level yeah 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 Yeah. i think yeah the killing of a sacred deer is just like creepier to me which i usually like in movies Uh but yeah i don't know okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have to give it to you i think yeah i'll take it uh take it take Take it and run with it it. it. and then i think bailey you said the least do we agree bailey least (laughs) <laughs> I'll if take we have it. Yo, to, if I'll, have take to. It. I'll take it. I'll take and it and run with it. Maybe Jordan and Becca. Maybe you should do rock paper scissors shoots. Eh, shoots. We're good. <laughs> we're, right, you guys are good. Right. have it. Yeah, we're on the same like. Tied yeah. for a second. Can you do that yeah. as that always? Yeah. 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 yeah, We make the rules up as we go. You yeah, know? true. Yeah. It's gonna fuck someone, with Kate. Yeah, it's absolutely gonna fuck. Um, someone give us a better way to do this. Yeah, we don't want to do number ratings, but I don't know if I want to trudge through this. This is hard. Yeah, figure <laughs> something out. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, cool. Well, Yorgos, Lanthimos, pretty obvious how we feel. I think I speak mm-hmm. for the whole table. It's dope. One of a kind. And if you're not familiar with him, check him out. Can't wait to see what he's Yeah, straight up. Next. Can't can't wait to see. Now, he's a director for sure. I'll go to the movie. Like, once one of his movies comes yeah. out. I'm in the theaters. Absolutely. Um, with that being said, Becca, are you ready? Is it hot seat time? <laughs> you know it. You've been here a couple times. Oh, I'm ready. Hey, and if you're enjoying this episode and you're like, man, 
Rebecca's awesome. Great guest. Yeah, let me give you my number. <laughs> <laughs> it <kidding>. is. <laughs> um, but check out episode 22. Check out episode number 41. Check out episode number 64. Do you say who the actors are? No? Well, they're going to be part of my hot seat question. So. Okay. But Becca's been Ooh, on a couple other times. Check it out. Um, so I'm going to start off this hot seat with a question referencing your previous uh, film friends. You have Yorgos as the director of, of the movie that's coming out next. You have to pick one of your former film friends to be a lead actor or actress in it. Who would you choose? And to list the people you reviewed, Julianne Moore, John Turturro, and Greta Gerwig. Unequivocally, John Turturro. Yeah. I was gonna say he, he fits the vibe. Uh, I feel like he would be so, so good for sure. He would like, play like some sort of doctor, maybe, yeah. or like I don't know. Think about like Barton Fink, but directed oh, yeah. by Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be crazy. Oh yeah. yeah, that was I was fishing for that. One. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bailey, you have anything? Uh, you usually no. have a ton of questions. I usually have no a lot, but not to, not any today. Um, I was just gonna say. Well, that came out weird. Um, the question I was going to ask is, what subject you would you like him to do, like a movie Ooh. on? Ooh, he does like subjects. in school. <laughs> yes, like in school. Gym is gym an answer or lunch? <laughs> but I feel like what he does was your pick, favorite subject? He picks a topic and he kind of runs with it. Yeah. Um, well, the first thing that comes to mind, I think, because he reminds me of another director whose movies I love, which is Stanley Kubrick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a space movie could be cool because I feel like Ooh. all his movies kind of, like I said, take place in these contained environments and they're a lot about like dynamics and relationships. So I don't know. Some shit could pop off. On but a at the same time, High Life kind of just from did you see High Life? I didn't. No. Oh, I suggest. That really? It kind of took that like weird vibe in yeah. space mm-hmm. it, it would be like a, i i see him doing like a similar thing yeah it's like what the fuck is this world and it's very contained yeah obviously. well yeah that's one thing is that like i feel like 2001 a space odyssey is hyper realistic but mm. like in this different world right, kind right, of right. which is something that i like and mm. i feel like yorgos would do that well also yeah. but i understand what you mean because i feel like often with space movies it's so sci-fi mm. and it's mm. so kind of like kitschy in that mm. way which i love yeah. in a certain way but making it like hyper realistic mm. in this different world i mm. think is cool i'd like to see him do basketball a nice sports, sports movie yeah. <laughs> yeah it'd be interesting yeah. like a put me in coach type story you know but oh. like creepier <laughs> but real creepy like, like the rollerball yeah like the sport is strange yeah <laughs> um, oh, that's cool. am i allowed to interrupt the hot seat uh for an announcement <laughs> sure i love it <laughs> so today which we i guess when we were post this it's yesterday it's michael shannon's birthday holy shit happy birthday, happy birthday. you waited this long beautiful boy yep, michael shannon you <laughs> we love beautiful him. boy beautiful michael um uh, we also want to say happy belated birthday to Greta Gerwig which was Becca's episode which and was on the Greta fourth. Gerwig and Noah Baumbach congrats they had their first child together oh congrats guys I'm obsessed and Isn't happy it? birthday Ooh, what's Farmiga. the child's name do you know no Ooh, it's just it like some weird? It, no one knew about it until someone like randomly took a picture of them with a, a stroller I don't even think they saw the child because there was like a blanket over it Whoa. so it could all be Ooh, conjecture they could be but filming a scene yeah <laughs> I don't think so but we don't want to shadow Michael Shannon's birthday happy 
birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you beautiful boy. You beautiful, beautiful boy. Sorry, I had to interrupt the regular programming to announce that. I know Becca's as big a fan of Michael Shannon as I am. Yes. So, so I actually have uh, I have no more hot seat questions well, for Becca. He's gonna, she's going to answer one from us. Yeah, I just have no more on my side. Also, happy birthday, Vera Farmiga. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Also, I remember the very Let's we forget. <laughs> Let's we forget. Oh, yeah, sure. that's my girl. I know. <laughs> what did you get? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Who's it? Who did it? Uh, Mike Paul Shock, episode oh. ninety. If you were the editor in chief and founder of a movie reviewing publication, what would it be called? Mm. Oh my mm. god, I don't know. Really, uh, really get you. Really tough one. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. Not, not good with on the spot creativity. Yeah, Doesn't even either. have to be creative. Just be factual. So, as the editor in chief of a movie reviewing publication, mm-hmm. like Film Friends, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the magazine. Yeah, Film Friends, the, the, the magazine. Mag- <laughs> colon the magazine. Yeah. Yeah, we were we're exploring yeah. that. Film so. Friends Quarterly. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Oh, 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 I can make it. We don't talk about television oh, in this magazine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love in that. this publication. Hell yeah. There you go. Oh, or wow. uh, Becca's Bites. Take a bite. Talk about food you just eat. Just sound bites. While you're, at, while you're watching yeah. TV. It's a magazine where you just take a little MP3 out of it, and oh. then it's just oh. me complaining about <laughs> movies or something. I love, love it. it. Love Let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, do we have... Uh, do we have questions prepared for when it's your third and fourth nope. time? <laughs> yeah, come on. I'm They've here to answer some. I've got my herbal tea. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah, brain is should just... Should we have her just answer another one? Yo, let's do another let's one. Let's do another right, one. here let's we go. <laughs> Unprecedented. <laughs> it's comeback season. I'm just begging. I just hope yeah. she picks Kyle's. I don't know what Kyle's is, but he keeps asking me every time we have a guest if they've picked it. <laughs> I hope it's Chase. It's really funny. No, it's Wills. Oh. Okay. 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 Shout out, Will. It. <laughs> oh wow, this is kind of <laughs> not like personal, but not movie related. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Name a non-scary thing that is a fear of yours. Also, what's your biggest fear? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a Will question. Will, I love it. It's kind of your ghost. <laughs> Yeah. Ask yeah. Scary stuff. So non-scary thing that's a fear of yours. Um, I, The first thing that always comes to mind for me is fire, which like is kind of scary, but that's mm-hmm. a very like big fear of mine of like being caught in a fire. Um, so do you not light a bunch of candles? No. I leave nothing burning. I hate fireworks. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Like I really hate So fireworks. it's not only a fear of like, I was only catching fire, you being trapped. It's like seeing a flame. Kind of scares you too. Yeah, with fireworks, I think it's just more of an annoyance. Oh, <laughs> like I don't like I'm all the hubbub. Yeah. I'm like very annoyed by fireworks. Yeah, I'm like I get it. I've yeah. seen one. I've seen a million. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but except it does, like, for, except for the out. ones that like. Twirl <laughs> yeah, the like snakes. Yeah. So the shapes. But the people shapes like lose cool. limbs and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. With fire, I think it's more. Um, safety yeah mm-hmm. yeah my my mom is also very anxious about fire because um that seton hall fire happened when i was really uh, young yeah. so i've just had it ingrained in me like blow out all the candles don't leave anything plugged in like that kind of stuff um so i don't know if that's a non-scary thing or a scary thing 
I think, I think that counts. I think it's both. I also it. really, really don't like clowns. Um, no. When I was younger, it was like more of a fear. Now it's more of just like anyone who's dressing up as a clown is like kind of a weird person. No offense yeah. to anyone who's listening who's into clowning. Uh, we, don't clown. we don't have any clown <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I just feel like anyone who's dressing up as a clown is like maybe a little unhinged. Although, yeah. absolutely. Honestly, uh, if you're a clown listener, Hit us up. <laughs> they want to know your motives for being a clown. Yeah, we'll have no, an defend yourself. Where I, where I confront the clown. Honestly, defend yourself and show yourself. Yeah, um, I think we did. We talk about this. What Paul Shock was on about how like clowns. Like, what's the point of? Them? Yeah, we've talked about clowns yeah. a lot. I've talked about clowns a lot in my life lately. I do um, like baskets though. Yeah, that show is great. a lot. But he's not like a real clown. I similarly. Um, I know it's not my hot seat please please <laughs> similarly though i feel the same way about uh San- mall santas yes i just like hey if there's any mall santas listening Ugh. right now defend yourself and show yourself <laughs> but like children are that you got I, yeah. it's just weird it's just a little weird to me um, i know i've asked you this before but do you watch nathan for you i've oh, seen i've seen I have it. you seen the mall santa because oh. that dude is actually unhinged yeah. like actually really? has like a shotgun yeah. in his closet and like threatens uh, to beat up like a mall security guard yeah, and he they, comes back I think, yeah they bring him season. back because they didn't yeah, he comes back and does like something else for Nathan and stuff. First of all, greatest television show. Yeah, it sure. really might really? be comic genius. It's I'm so obsessed good. with him. But yeah, if you're not into Mall Santas, definitely, um, definitely watch it. <laughs> I know we're running a little late, but in the whole fear category, let's really open up. Yeah. Let's um, get into it. It's almost like a personal corner. Um, <laughs> the other night, I um, got up out of bed to go to the bathroom, and then when I got back into bed. I heard someone in like the house Mm, mm -hmm. and like, I didn't know what my first move, like I didn't know what to do. I had no idea. Like I heard, yeah, I was, uh, I said was hello. And I like, I don't know what the move is. Like, what do you do? Oh, if you hear someone in, do you say hello? Are they gonna answer? Yeah, they're just gonna charge you. Yeah, what are you? So if someone breaks into your house and you say hello, (laughs) I don't know what you're expecting. Like, hey, (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) But like, what what else do you do? I think you try to sneak out on them. I don't know. Kate and I had a moment like that pretty recently where we thought someone was in our laundry room here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my stomach. Um, it was just your stomach. Yeah, it was just my stomach. But like, so I got super nervous because I was, I was like, fuck, I, if somebody's in our laundry room, I have to like yeah. do something. And I know I'm a pretty intimidating big uh-huh. guy, but like yeah. I just grabbed something that I thought, all right, I'm just going to like whack them yeah. if I, if I, I don't remember what it was it, it just was it was nothing but like <laughs> isn't that crazy that you can like actually hear things or see things and, and it can turn it. out to be nothing yeah it that turns out it was Brie got up as soon as I like laid down and went to the bathroom <laughs> 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 that was the other person you live with yeah, yeah but home invasion straight up my actual fear. yeah that yeah, is kind of one of mine too because I live alone now too in Chicago mm-hmm. and I just get Oof. so freaked out like I actually have to make myself get up to like check all the doors and stuff mm. and I live in a really safe building like there's gates on the yeah. back there's gates on the front there's like multiple levels of security but it's still just like it can get in your mind that like oh no I heard something someone's here well yeah. I still have those like freak outs when you watch a scary movie 
I'm never scared in the moment watching a movie. It's yeah. when you go home. But then it's when you go home Same. and you're just by yourself and your mind's reeling. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, Pennywise is, like, probably right around yes. the corner right Yeah, I do that still every night when I, like, have to get up. Every night? <laughs> yeah, when the lights are off and I'm, like, yeah. in the bedroom and I have to go out to get water. I'm like, there's something out there going to get me. You can wake me up. I'll come out. And you like will it. never. Even <laughs> though we live together because we're best friends, you don't. You're like, oh, it's okay. Nothing's going to get you. You guys are such good friends. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're such good friends. We sleep in our bed. Cool. All right. Thanks, Becca. You're Thank welcome. You. As always, thanks for coming on. Thanks for a great choice. Yeah. Got to awesome. check out Dogtooth. Yeah. I'll get yeah. back to you. Yeah. Um, Text me. <laughs> he he won't. I have your number. It's never. Never in my life. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for always being an all-star yes. guest. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you, guys. And uh, yeah, as always, rate and review us. <laughs> we'll Classic podcast sign-off. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, you got you to gotta yeah. do some PR. Um, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Good night. Happy birthday, Michael Shannon. Anyone else want to say happy birthday to Michael Shannon? Happy birthday, Vera Farmiga. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>